makeup done. I always just say to the makeup artist, I'm like, I, I kind of wish I had never started doing this because now I realize <laughs> what my face can look like. And I really, <laughs> I really hate like my normal face though. Hello and welcome to The Glow, presented by Stellar Magazine. I'm Vicky Nataro. And I'm Valerie Loftus. And we're here once again to talk to some of our favourite people about one of our favourite things, beauty. We are sponsored by Olay and they've just launched the Olay Retinol 24 range and we are very excited about it. The new nighttime range contains three superpower products, including serum, moisturiser and an eye cream, all containing one of the most talked about beauty ingredients of the decade, retinol. Scientifically proven to increase cell turnover rate, which means, hello, soft, smooth and firmer skin, minimize pores and to reduce skin age, it's no surprise that it is the secret beauty weapon of the moment. The range was half a decade in the making and Olay's winning formula means retinol is suitable for all skin types. The Retinol 24 Night Cream is already the UK's best-selling retinol moisturiser and we reckon it's going to be just as big here. You can find out more on the products over on Stellar.ie and if you fancy getting your hands on them at half price, then get yourself down to Dunn Stores. Now, this week's guest is a best-selling author and a self-confessed skincare obsessive. She's one of our best-loved writers on women's issues and her latest novel has been described as Making a Murderer Meets West Cork. It's Louise O'Neill. Hi. <laughs> welcome well, oh thank you so much for having me it's so Not nice to thank um, you for coming on it's so yeah. it's so nice to have an opportunity um because usually when I'm doing interviews you know they're really serious um so it's just so nice <laughs> to be like look I love beauty I love makeup let's talk about this you know yeah that's yeah. what we're here for that's thank you I appreciate it when we came up with this, we were like, what do we want to talk about? And the two of us just like, makeup. Yeah, so yeah. Yeah. We love like, it. And <laughs> it's so nice to have you as well, because I love um, having authors on, because I feel like a lot of authors are, are beauty whores like ourselves. Yeah. know what it, it is. Because yeah. Marion Keys obviously was our on. Marian. And oh, she's, yeah. she's big into her beauty as well. So it was just like fascinating like to hear, it, to, hear to delve into the makeup bags of these yeah. people. I mean, Marion has been into it like, for years and I mean like decades at this point and I think it yeah. was really interesting because I remember reading like articles that she would have written oh god in the late 90s early 2000s like when I was a teenager and um, and you know that she was really sort of arguing that you could be a feminist and you could still love makeup or you could still mm. love skincare and it's it, it's just so I think she was really sort of at the forefront Ahead of her of time that, yeah absolutely yeah. conversation yeah. Because we're kind of still, I suppose people are still saying that these days, but it's more yeah. accepted for us to just be like, yeah, of course, like, duh, yeah, yeah. you know. <laughs> well, it just feels a bit, I mean, it feels a bit like uh, of an old fashioned, you know, when someone says, oh, and you, you like clothes and you're a feminist and you're like, oh, I'm sorry, did we time travel back to 1972? I didn't realise yeah. this was still a conversation, you know. Well, I'm sorry, those, those feminists in 1972 were pretty glam. Look yeah, yeah. Gloria like, Steinem. She was a Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I, I've never bought into that. I think for me, it was when I read Catelyn Moran's book, How to Be a Woman. Mm. It would have been about yeah. 2012. And she was like, look, everyone can be a feminist. Slaggy birds can be feminists. Glamour pusses can be feminists. You know, <laughs> yeah. like, everyone can be. And I was like, yes, bitch, I totally agree. Yeah. That's what opened my mind because I, you know, everyone had the idea of the the hairy armpit bra burning, which, yeah. you know, was was a negative connotation. But now it's like mm. hairy armpits are cool. Whatever yes. you want to do is cool. Whatever yeah. you want to do I is mean, cool. I mean, I will yeah. say that I am really lazy with both wearing a bra and shaving my legs. And I would like oh, to yeah. say, Same. I would like to say it's because of 
feminism, but I'm just so lazy. <laughs> no, like, just no. lazy. Pure yeah. slovenliness. I'm exactly the same. I actually had to go and get a smear test last week and I apologised to the woman for my legs. <laughs> she, was like, she was like, oh, don't worry, sure, the salons aren't open. And I was like, no, that's not it. Yeah. Shave them. <laughs> I shaved them. <laughs> and she was like, oh, well, it would have been wasted on me anyway. I was like, oh. Well, that's what you want. That's what I want to hear. doesn't complain, but like, yeah, I'm so lazy. Like, no, I, I will never my do it. Yesterday for the first time in weeks, months even. And I was yeah. like, wow. Like these tiny little things that you do really make a huge difference when you look in the mirror. I didn't recoil this morning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Horrifying. But come here, how have you been getting on? So you're down in Cork. You're kind of used to a, a solitary working from home I life, am. right? I am. I mean, yeah, I've been working from home since 2012 um mm. so like I am used to this um uh, but I suppose you know the thing is is that even though I uh, as a writer I do spend uh, a lot of time by myself and I actually quite enjoy that I suppose it feels different when the choice has been taken away from you um yeah, yeah. and you know there were always certain things that I did you know that I would have gone to the theatre and obviously my boyfriend lives in Dublin and um and you know seeing friends and and I suppose you you I, I have been starting to feel quite isolated I think which is a very different experience maybe than deciding yeah. that I want to be yeah. solitary I just feel like those are two very different experiences so definitely because like we're, we're writers as well in a different way but like we work in kind of a communal setting and we buzz off one another so for us I think it was it was that at first wasn't it Val and then you yeah. kind of find yourself getting a bit used to it well I found mm. myself getting we're all gonna to have it. to like re-socialize ourselves I think um like even like my housemates and I we I live with uh, my boyfriend and two friends and it, like we have our own language um yeah. we yeah. talk about really stupid things all the time and when I like meet people outside of that bubble I suppose I'm like oh dear I can't I remember can't remember how to talk to people <laughs> yeah. normally like yeah and it feels <laughs> we're, we're gonna be like Sorry, Louise, go on. No, 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 you go, you go. <laughs> I was just saying it's going to be like puppy school, you know, yeah, <laughs> like have yeah. to socialise puppies. Like, we'll all be bound and about the place and like someone will have to check us and make us fit. Oh my God. <laughs> but I think I'm going to feel really awkward. I think it's a thing where, I don't know, I remember um, a friend of mine was in Kerry and she had come down and she was with her family and I went down to meet them and I, I, I came away, I was like, I need to lie down for like an hour. Yeah, I feel so overwhelmed by just talking yeah. to people. Yeah. Honestly, and I the, think this podcast has kept us a bit sane, hasn't it, Val? Mm. We didn't it do has. it there over the summer for a few weeks and I kind of felt a bit like wild and feral. Well, I, after. I kind <laughs> of had to train myself in a little bit again when like even the last few podcasts we did, I was like reminding myself, I was like, no, you're not just listening, you're speaking. Come on now. Yeah. You know that kind of thing? <laughs> yeah. Because you, yeah. <laughs> you kind yeah. of forget that it's like, well, I suppose when everybody's sitting together in a studio as well, it's much easier to kind of re-cues oh, and all that kind of stuff. Studio. And, yeah, Louise, and, Louise was saying, she, she said the last time she listened, I sound like a guest had phoned in. <laughs> And it's true. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm really sorry about the quality because, like, we were, we were such a professional setup before, and I really yeah. miss it. Like, I miss yeah. the guys in the podcast. And I miss studio. being able to, like, actually look into people's makeup bags because yes. lots of the guests would bring in their makeup bags, and oh, it would be great it's just, to see everything. It's just in real easier, life. like, yeah. not to talk over one another when you're all looking at each other. Exactly. As well. Maybe we should do it with the camera on, but I don't want to. Yeah. Oh God! <laughs> I was so relieved today when you oh said God. it's just audio. I was like, Oh thank yeah. God! I don't have to like, make surprised. an effort. I did a new podcast a couple of weeks ago about the Real Housewives called Housewives and Me, 
and I was getting on expecting it to just be audio and the host Connor was like no put your camera on like it has to be natural like and I was literally I <laughs> we looked like, oh. like a hog I don't know <laughs> me, I, like he actually I could see him recoiling thank no, you Connor for being no. kind no. <laughs> and then I think I was extra peppy on the I don't think I've ever heard myself sound so manic in my life I was extra peppy <laughs> to try and make up for the hack um, even though no one else could see me only Connor but yeah it was uh, you should check it out by the way it's a very good podcast if you're into the Real Housewives um, whether you're kind of a newcomer or not it's nice to to big mm. up other Irish podcasts mm, sure <laughs> so Louise tell us you've had a, a busy few like months though promoting your new book mm. After the Silence so ha- has it all kind of settled down now? Um, it has I mean it was obviously very different this time because you know I've never published a book in the middle of a of a global pandemic before you'll <laughs> yeah. be shocked to hear so so obviously like the publicity was very different um, and a lot of it was being done um via zoom um mm. and you know doing um online events and things like that which i mean in one way it's quite handy because you know when it's finished i'm at home uh, you know yeah. I, I can sort of decompress and I'm, i I can wear like a nice top and a pair you know pair of slippers which yeah. is <laughs> ideal um but i think that like as well i suppose well firstly i was always constantly worried about like the technology failing um because of rural wi-fi um and things like that um and also i, I read somewhere they were talking about zooms that you see when you speak to people in real life so much of our communication is non-verbal non-verbal yeah so when you're talking to someone via zoom and you're trying to pick up on those cues that it's actually exhausting so like yeah. I, you know sometimes you come off them and i just feel i think everyone you know has had that sort of zoom um fatigue um, and feeling really tired but like i, I have to say it, like releasing a book in the middle of all of this like firstly I was just I couldn't have been happier like with um the reception but mm. also it was it was such a it was a real lesson in just letting go because I'm such a control freak and I I like to sort of feel like you know I can to that I can sort of micromanage everything and with yeah. this I just really felt like I have no idea how this is going to do I've no idea if bookshops will be open I just have to yeah. put this out into Let the go. world and kind of move on to the next yeah. thing yeah. and I, it was definitely the healthiest I've felt in the middle of publication because normally like I can't sleep and I'm really nervous and I was a bit like Asher look <laughs> yeah, 2022 yeah. what can I do you know yeah it Am I right in been... thinking you've handed over the control of your Twitter account? You kept your Instagram, but you've handed over your yes, Twitter. Yes, yes. Um, my boyfriend Richard very kindly um uh, took over Twitter, which I you know because I'm always giving out to him about the amount of time he spends on Twitter. I yeah, know. Oh, that, oh, that no, I'm not good enough to be doing. I know, I know. And now I don't have a leg to stand on because I'm like, oh, oh, no. can you for me? Um. But no, he's been really good. I just didn't want, I just really couldn't face. Get back into that. I just yeah. couldn't. Yeah. You know, because yeah. I know even like as soon as I wrote, like, you know, let's say this week now, I wrote something about um, the Discord leak um, and image-based, mm. you know, abuse. And like, I just was like, I just, I, I don't have the emotional bandwidth to deal with yeah. The, You're dead right, though. Do you know, You're I just don't. So right. I just let Richard deal with people calling me like a stupid or whatever. I'm like, you do yeah. it. You do it. It's darling. crazy. Thank you. Like, I don't know how you put up with it because you get kind of, you know, systematic, you know, organized abuse from from yeah. groups that hate women yeah. <laughs> on yeah. purpose because yeah. you you dare to speak your truth and, and speak the truth. Yeah. Um, about this shit. So I I don't know how you deal with it. Fair well, it's been much better since I've come off Twitter, honestly, because I I don't see it, and I also think that when yeah. they feel like they're shouting into the void like it's a bit mm. like when you're a kid and you know like your parents say you know bullies they're looking for a reaction and and that's yeah. really hard like 
to not give that and, and yeah. it, oh, totally. if you're not seeing it like it's just well whatever do say what but you does want richard, you know does richard That's not it. get upset on your behalf or does he just not look um i think that i don't think he would i think the thing is with richard is that he's so used to it with mm, his right. own job um and i think that he i suppose he's able to i don't i actually don't know do you want to ask him we've never really <laughs> just don't, like, don't yeah i'm like ah <laughs> uh, he's <laughs> grand I if i ever if i ever get abused joe my husband takes it as bad yeah. as me if not yeah. worse yeah. yeah and actually i would if it was the other way around i would yeah. be incandescent with rage totally. um, yeah. so i don't know i mean it's probably he's probably crying himself to sleep but i'm like thank you so much <laughs> for taking over my twitter for, for those who do not know louise's boyfriend is the richard chambers oh my god <laughs> always always fabulous but made super famous by the pandemic and everyone's yeah. mad about him so it's that must be a so lot. weird i'm like how is dare it? you yeah. how dare i know you? Oh, i am the star of this relationship what are you doing no I'm you've kidding. got girls now yeah. with like his picture on their walls it's amazing I, I, I love it. there's been girls who have like photoshopped their head on top of mine oh I'm no like, louise <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, I, and I'm just I mean he it's I mean I will say I suppose the good thing is is that he's totally baffled by it because I think if he was enjoying it I would find that really You'd annoying be like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but I think totally. he's just like this is so weird and he's also a bit like it's not gonna last people are at home and bored it's yeah. such an you know, interesting only, time isn't it only in 2020 like, can news yeah because everybody's getting so attached to people you know, yeah, everyone's getting so attached exactly, to people exactly exactly but um, yeah so he's at least he doesn't work for CNN because yeah. like I think those poor lads are they've got fans all over the world now. That's oh Tapper and the man with the magic wall. Oh, I love Jake Tapper Steve a little bit. Something. Yeah, the guy with John the, King. Yes, 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 yes. And a guy on um I can't think Steve oh I can't I think it's a Polish. Oh yeah, thing, Kon- yeah. Kowalski or Kanaki yes, or something, something like, like that. that. Yes, yes. Sex bombs. Yeah. I love yeah. It. <laughs> John King is like everyone's like, he's Irish, he's ours, we have him now. And like he was on Mary McCallan last week. I just love it. It's so funny. <laughs> But yeah, like it must be bizarre for you. I don't, I don't understand. Uh, yeah. I prefer play to you for having the wherewithal to be like, look, I just don't want to be on Twitter anymore. But I'll keep my Instagram. Yes. I like Instagram. Instagram is different though. Yeah, yeah it's just a it's, bit more. It's a gentler, relaxed. it's a gentler space. And also, do you know what's funny is that I, I spent, I took a year and a half off um, from both, and it really has changed the way that I use Instagram as well. I find it mm. much less interesting. Like it's funny because before I would have been scrolling and posting all the time, yeah. and um, whereas now I'm a bit like okay, and I just I I, I tend to delete the app like for maybe a couple of days and sort of forget about it and then come back and say oh I must post this mm. or I, I should I have to post this and I'll have a quick scroll or whatever but um I do think that having that because I, w- I was totally addicted like to all forms of social media which I, I think, feel addicted it, yeah. yeah oh it is yeah. it is apps I mean I have experience with addiction so I, I know what that is like and I'm like this is exactly what this experience really? is you know? yeah it yeah. is because it's the constant you know the the reaching for it and the the constantly thinking about it and and if my phone was in the other room I'd sort of be anxious do you know I'd be yeah. really mm-hmm. wanting it by my side and um, and all of that is it, I mean it's all forms of addiction and I also think like the whole I'm sorry now I'm going to go off on a little rant with this but like <laughs> that's the fine point of, go for it love a rant yeah <laughs> but I suppose the point of addiction is is that like you have painful feelings and we use substances to sort of numb out and I think mm. that is a lot of the time with like when you're constantly on your phone is that you're not being present and you're using it to sort of like even if you're Absolutely. stressed or you're tired yeah. you just you kind of you know you go to that too as a way of I don't know, sort of that kind of zoning out. Um, yeah, there's gratification I mean, as well, isn't there? Like you're looking yeah. for you're looking for a like or a comment or yeah. to interact with somebody. Well, even like, 
the for me it's like diving into somebody else's life for like five minutes is mm. like such a comfort sometimes like there's a couple of like American influencers um, that I just at the end of the day I'll just go to their stories and like they usually have about 20 million stories up so I'll just sit there and watch them because like I don't it's know. like your own it's TV like, channel. Yeah, it's like a, it's like a it's like a TV channel. I suppose that's the same with YouTube. It's like I just jump into this twenty minute YouTube video and I'm just not here for a while. <laughs> I'm yeah. like somewhere Valerie else. Valerie has actually written a brilliant piece for the issue that's um on sale now. Yes. <laughs> and it is oh, about parasocial. Good. The one with Louise, <laughs> Louise Cooney. Have I, have I yes. the right? Yes, I have it. Yeah. Yes. Uh, it's on parasocial relationships, which I had actually never heard of. It's about, yeah. you know, these one-sided relationships with these that people we that you've never met, but you feel like, you know. Yeah, that so is. that's kind of what's happening. I actually name-checked Richard in that piece because it is what's Did happening you? to him. I don't yeah. remember oh that. <laughs> I love to, to read it. I'm sorry, I haven't yeah. had a chance to look at it yet. But that's because it right it's, what, it's what's happening to him right now is that people are forming these one-sided relationships with him because he's on the telly every day and he's on oh, Twitter look, yeah. and they kind I feel like they know him. Chief Um, Medical Officer Dr. Tony Houlihan has become sort of a stand-in dad for the nation. And then it says, Virgin Media News reporters Richard Chambers, Gavin Riley and Zara King have amassed legions of followers on Twitter who turn to them for up-to-the-minute news and look in on their workplace Twitter banter. Yeah. That's actually yeah. so true. Because people are getting yeah. to know them a like in, in this weird way. Like, And it is it is a comforting thing for a lot of people, I think, where it's just like, oh, there's Tony again. Ah, oh, great. Yeah. You know, that kind of. Yeah. So, I mean, I yeah. think it's it's so interesting. And that's how I feel about certain people in my life as well, where I'm like, oh, brilliant. You know, this person is uploaded again today. I can yeah. just watch them for a while and not yeah. be, you know, in Did my Did I tell life. you about my mom shouting at Tony Hulu in the car park? <laughs> In a good or like, a bad way, Vicky. In a good way. Oh, she, good. She, she fancies the whole of him. Um, <laughs> she, he was in the car park and she's, I was there. I'd, I'd met, this was when we could see like a couple of people outside or whatever. And she screams over, this is just before he came back, Tony, come back, we miss you. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, mom. And he was really nice. He waved, he has a very nice car. Um, but I was just like, Jesus Christ, 2020, when the CMO becomes a sex symbol. A celebrity. Yeah. Woman, like, he was yeah. quite Attractive, actually. I'll give it to her. He's nicer looking than he is in the telly. Yeah. <laughs> he but seems like he's I got quite a nice right. manner, I think. He, he does. Like he's yeah. Yeah. He does. Yeah. 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 If, he, if he doesn't let us have Christmas, we won't like him. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Tony. Naughty oh, Tony. Oh, God. Christmas. I know. I know. It's, it's madness. Have you asked Santa for any lovely beauty gifts? Have I asked? No, Joe. I tend to. Like, everything that I have... I never ask people for beauty. It was actually quite funny that you say this because mm. I was picking up something from my, um, I was picking up something on the pharmacist from my mother yesterday um, and the woman uh, was really good at selling and she was showing me all these like little kits and hampers they had and um, and she was like, oh, you know, this would be really good for your, um, for your aunt because you know, she knows my family. And I just thought, God, skincare is such a personal thing. Yeah. That no. I don't know if I would, if I could give someone, unless I knew precisely, exactly. yeah. yeah, you know, what they use. Um, and other than that, it's a bit like perfume. I think that it's, it's very personal. Well, people buy that as well. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's very personal. Thing. Yeah. Oh my God. I agree. Yeah. I tend to not like I mean I'll ask for something specific if I want it like you know if, if my if my boyfriend's like what you want for Christmas and I've got my eye on something I'll say give me that but I wouldn't expect anybody <laughs> to try and buy me uh, a beauty or a skincare gift because like oh even like the thoughts of like my sister's quite sensitive skin so mm. I'm like everything I give her I'm like 
be careful you know it's funny because um, <laughs> like I think you can't so, go wrong with certain things like I don't know a fabulous Pat McGraw eyeshadow palette yeah, you know I mean? like, there's yeah, some things yeah. that are universal but yeah perfume is a bit cray even candles yes. I'm like there is some sense that I like get that rot away from me and mm. then there's other people who like my sister-in-law is super into eco-friendliness and she'd hate it she'd, she'd actually cry if I gave her something where the packaging wasn't recyclable or okay. you know it was made from something bad like she would actually be so upset I know so I think it, it is but like People do buy beauty gifts. It's a massive, massive thing. It is. It's I mean, huge. You can't go wrong with a hairdryer, I guess, or like a GHD or something. But. Oh, yeah. And I think like makeup is different because, I mean, I think that makeup is fun. Whereas I think skincare, like you're using that it's for using like specific yeah. concerns. Mm, um, yeah. So whereas makeup, I think is, I mean, obviously not foundation, but as you said, like an eyeshadow palette um, yeah. or something along like those lines. Like a nice lipstick. Yeah. yeah. But I know like a friend of mine um, who also used to work in a, in a pharmacy used to say it was so grim on Christmas Eve when so you'd have yeah. like these men coming in and they're like oh I'm getting this for my wife and they pick up and you're just like at five o'clock on Christmas Eve you're gonna pick oh, up yeah. a so fucking depressing. perfume set oh my yeah. god my mum works my mum works in a chemist and she gets that every year every I just feel year. So I used to work in a shoe shop thinking about it the, the men would come in and they'd say, have you got these in red and a size five? And I'd be obligated to say no, but I've got them in black and a six. And they'd be like, Grant. Oh, and I'm like, yeah. that's not right. <laughs> I know, it was awful. God, I hated it. I worked <laughs> I in a really um, bad shoe salesperson. A video game shop and that was like I mean it's not the same kind of thing but like I remember very clearly like a Christmas Eve I was like 17 or 16 and we had just shut the doors and like locked them and this man comes up and starts hammering on the oh, door no. and then I was like mopping and he looked at me and he was like Wah! and I was like oh, I want to go home it's Christmas <laughs> yeah, Eve <laughs> like it's some of my worst Christmases were when I worked in retail God yeah. bless some people are really good at it like my best friend yeah. is amazing at it yeah. but I was terrible to hide in the stock room and cry um, oh, it's, but yeah, it's, I worked in pennies at time. Christmas as well and it was it was a yeah a it's, a, it's an experience, it was an experience. I've worked in retail like before obviously I was doing this and I mean I was so good I mean I was such a brilliant seller like I could have sold <laughs> anything but like I used to get in so much trouble because I was the worst folder like I just could not like <laughs> so the they would just be following me around and I would just try and like and they're like these like these piles uh like I worked in Zadig and Voltaire and they were like these these piles and I was like just watch me I will fucking sell ten thousand dollars worth of clothes <laughs> to the next person okay but no I was but terrible, I won't fold one folder. thing yeah exactly it's a, it's a left brain right brain thing I think writers are really I don't know about you Louise, but like I can't drive I can't walk in a straight line there's lots of like physical things that I can't do and I totally blame it on the type of brain that I have okay. and I think, I think right. that's, that's good that sounds very scientific Ricky sounds, so we'll, yeah, yeah. Yeah, totally. we'll go with that um, so how would you describe like your beauty style like what what kind of vibe do you have in your beauty life um, I think it depends. Like I'm, I I rarely wear makeup. Um, I, and I think the reason is, is that like for years and years, I would never have gone out the front door mm. without wearing makeup. And it, you know, it just, I just, it wouldn't have happened. And then I think when I was living in New York, um, and working at a fashion magazine, like you know the, the night before like I was there with another um Irish woman um Vicky and you know the night before you'd sort of planning yeah yeah she spells <laughs> it with a Y though so you'll have to oh. forgive her yeah no <laughs> um and uh so we'd sort of be planning okay what are we going to wear tomorrow and and you know things like that so you'd, you'd sort of always be quite like wanting to look your best right. you know and yeah. um, and so I think that again would have worn makeup but like in New York 
the sort of the vibe was that it was chic to wear less makeup. So really yeah. what the vibe was, was that it was, you had to have perfect skin. Perfect skin. Yeah, just be yeah. really beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. And, and actually, I think what I, what I found fascinating when I was there was that it, it's, that these were very, very, very wealthy women because most of the time people who were working um, on fashion magazines, particularly in New York, were, were earning, especially, you know, let's say they were assistants, like were earning maybe twenty five, thirty thousand dollars $30,000 a year. And would not have been able to have lived in New York and lived in sort of, um, you know, apartments that they did if they didn't have um, support. And usually that was either yeah. their father or a boyfriend or, or a partner. Um, and I suppose then you're looking at people and you're like, oh, so this is why you have such amazing skin is because you have been like seeing a dermatologist since you were like 11. <laughs> yeah, and you also know? just posh, posh people genes. They're different. They have different hair. They have different skin. <laughs> I, I think there is this aristocratic or just rich person gene thing going on seriously uh oh well i i maybe i mean maybe that's what we'll maybe that's what we'll put it down to but um, <laughs> it's like girls I, in london called flossy that have like you know yeah. manes of hair like horses it's just not <laughs> <laughs> yeah well it's probably years you're probably right there of like really good um good living uh, yeah exactly yeah. i was gonna yeah. say you know, there's no starvation no or stress sort of like no, anything like no that famines there. yeah, ex- yeah ex- no exactly. inbreeding like they're just exactly yeah they're just well bred like it's really annoying um so but i <laughs> Skin, you know that was really when I got like really into skincare um was mm. because that was more you know that people would have loved like it would have been I suppose you know good eyebrows quite sheer makeup and maybe like a really bright lip or you know or something mm. like that but like the emphasis really was on good skin and I think the reason was because good skin sort of like suggested wealth Money. and suggested yeah, yeah. And suggested well-being and, and health yeah. and all of those things so it was almost like a flex I remember there was a girl in the office who wore quite a lot of makeup and like I remember hearing some of the editors kind of talking about her they're like oh my god she wears like so much makeup and I was like she has acne oh, like gosh. you know what I mean it was just that kind yeah. of thing where you're like so I did feel quite self-conscious and I had had my I, I my skin had always been grand you know the way like it had never it would never have been brilliant but it was never like that problematic um but when I when I first moved there I think I genuinely I think it was the hormones and the food um because my friend that's um, interesting yeah yeah because my friend started she was like god she said you know I normally only shave my legs like once a week and she's like I have to shave them every day she said the hair is growing so quickly Jesus. yeah it was so weird <laughs> and then I was like okay well that's because I had like quite a bad outbreak of um adult acne and again I suppose it, 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 I felt really self-conscious about it because you know you're in an office where I suppose people are kind of noticing um things like that and I think it could have been the hormones it was probably a lot of stress um a, you know a different diet and I, I had come from the country and then all of a sudden you know I was getting a subway into work every day yeah. so there was a lot of different factors um that Smog. were kind of coming into play Another yeah a hundred percent like just dirt pollution yeah, yeah free just, radicals. like just a lot mm. of dirt um so I think it was it was just, I suppose, really trying to take um, better care of my skin. And I think, first of all, like I went like really sort of like the old route of what you would have done, you know, when you were a teenager and like using a lot of like really harsh products. And then, mm. you know, one of the beauty, because I was challenging one of the beauty editors and she was like, look, you know, she said sometimes less is more. And, you know, and she actually um, recommended this brand called um, Acne.org, which was an American brand. And she was like, look, I wouldn't recommend this long term, but to clear it up for three months if you go on this, it's a bit, it's a three-step program. It's a bit like proactive. Mm, um, right, yeah. But not quite as harsh. Um, and she was like, in three months, it'll have completely cleared up. And then, you know, we can start talking about salicylic acid. it back up and, again. Yeah. yeah. 
and all of those kind of other things. Um, so I suppose that was really when I started getting into like this idea of having really healthy skin. And I, I did find that like the less makeup that I wore, particularly when it was hot in the city, like right. the less likely I was to break out um, because, mm-hmm. you know, you weren't having that sort of, I suppose like, you know, because you're sweating a lot and there's dirt. And, and I felt like, you know, if my, the cleaner my skin was, the less likely it was. It was the pores would get clogged. So I started wearing less and less makeup. And by the time I came home and started writing, I don't know. It just felt like, uh, I'm not sure. Like I was still really into the skincare, but the makeup just became less and less important. And Mm. now like I love getting my makeup done. Like I love putting on a face, but like I sort of associate it with work, you know, that if I'm doing, if I'm doing an event or if I'm, so it's almost like an armor, you know? Um, And Mm. then when I'm, when I'm writing, I, I tend to not really want to think about what I look like um and I know that sounds odd but like even the clothes I wear I'm like I don't want to feel conscious of like my body I want to wear really loose clothes yeah, yeah. I, I don't want that. to have any makeup on I want to hair tied up so it's literally just like what I'm writing focusing on that rather than kind of getting caught in feelings about like my appearance and I don't know if that's related to having had an eating disorder and you know things like that and just trying to sort of separate all of those things out um but that has kind of been I suppose the way that it's been for the last while that like skincare yeah. is sort of my my love and then makeup mm. is for is for special occasions and I yeah. love it when I have my makeup done I always just say to the makeup artist and like I I kind of wish I had never started doing this because now I realize <laughs> what my face can look like and I really <laughs> I really hate like my normal face now I'm like I know oh, it's so that's sad. the problem uh, yeah I I really I have to say I really miss makeup I can't be arsed putting it on every day because to yeah, literally just sit in my gap and go yeah. for a walk like with my husband but like when I put it on I'm like oh my god I, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. But like I think I'm the opposite of you Louise Because I absolutely hate getting my makeup done I think I do my own makeup too often And I've learned to do it well That when yes. somebody else does it I'm like that's not right yes. you know, I it's weird. Really Even my makeup wedding. done that much at all have maybe not? like maybe twice in my life. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I had it done for my my Debs, <laughs> and then I had it done maybe last year in Charlotte Tilbury, and I really oh, enjoyed I it. Yeah, I that really was enjoyed it. It was amazing, it totally but I've never really had artist. it done. Yes, yeah. it does, and I think you can get. You know, some people are amazing, and then other people, I suppose, want to make it look. Um, really heavier but like yeah. I actually find at this point like I had to get some photos taken uh, what day is today uh, two days ago and it was really funny because I was I was like oh god I really I felt so almost self-conscious about the idea of getting a photo taken having done my own hair and my makeup and I said to um, Richard I said to, you know because I there's a someone I go to here in Planet Guilty who's just absolutely amazing. Her name is Lisa and she's really brilliant now. Um, and I said, you know, I wonder, like, Lisa, like, you know, we do the masks and I go to her house and I said, Louise, there are brides stalking people. <laughs> and if they see that you have had, if you look anyway like that you've had your it's hair and your right. makeup done professionally, yeah. said, they will come for you. And I was so frightened at the thought of angry brides coming for me. Oh my God, nothing like, scarier. It doesn't matter, it's fine. <laughs> Do you know what? I was howling the other day because the lads on Twitter were giving out about the rugby and football players having had haircuts. (laughs) They were like, like, is there a barber in Croke Park? Because um, these lads have very fresh fades. (laughs) Oh shit, something's going down. I absolutely love that because you know the lads get pissed off about grooming. (laughs) Joe's hair has just got to the point now where he looks like a labradoodle again. and He's so rotted by it, but I find it so funny. (laughs) 
I booked I my own like haircut it. and I'm really excited. Have I'm, you? How's yeah, your undercut, it. Valerie? I saw oh, it's rotten. Actually, I it's saw like you two inches about long. It the other day. You're not yeah. going to do it yourself, no? Um, well, my housemate said he might do it for me, but then I was like, oh, I don't, I don't want to risk it. Like, I don't want to go in and like have a chunk uh, yeah. that that shouldn't be there, you know. Um, but it's oh, it's going to be like next week. I can get it done, so I can wait. But um, I it's got an appointment gross. for a Sunday night in December, so I'm like, this will be fine. Joe will be watching his NFL. I'll go get glam and drink prosecco at my hairstylist and be happy as a pig and shit. <laughs> it's just that is the epitome of self care, isn't it? Like, oh, I'm just to get rid of some uh, some tons of hair like just at least it'd be like a, a whole wig on the ground I think at this stage that's what it's I'm so jealous and Louise you're, you're a curly it. a curly gal I am nature. and I have actually I've st- you know it's funny because I spent so long trying to kind of tame it and then during lockdown I was like I am just gonna give in fully um and I've, I've really been enjoying it like Fatty Burke I don't know if um yeah. I with you. yes Kathy, and, I love her I know yes her. oh she's amazing and she was really helpful to me because she does the curly girl method um, oh yes and uh, so she was sort of giving me tips on plopping and all plopping, of these like yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and it's honestly it's been it's been transformative and it was so funny because um my dad came in to my place to see me the other day and he just looked at me and he went oh Louise your hair is beautiful and I honestly nearly dropped Aww, down because my no. dad my dad my dad does not comment on like our like which has actually been really nice I think like has never commented on our appearance like one way or the mm. other it's always like you're really smart or you're like this is great or I'm so proud of you for this but like so I just looked at him and I just thought it was so because he has hated the fact that I've been straightening it and I just think it's this thing where he obviously just wants me in a weird way to look like what I did when I was a kid like this big oh, that's lovely. Hair. and he's like I just love your hair like that and I was like okay thank you I remember my dad offered to pay for a perm for my hair when I was a teenager because he th- he wanted me to look really natural as well but like yeah. on my hair <laughs> what it like it's funny or something. what they notice isn't it it's funny what it like is. men and what men and lads notice like sometimes I'll like I'll come down wearing like a lipstick or something like that and Derek my, my boyfriend will just go do you like your lipstick now? Do you like that? Uh, yeah. <laughs> and that's just him way of his way of like noticing it. He's yeah, like, he's yeah. like, do you like that it's lipstick now? What, I noticed it on you. It's funny what people notice in general. Like when I go see my grandmother, um, who's in a home and like hasn't got her, her wits about her at all, but she'd be like, Vicky, your eyebrows and eyelashes are fantastic. Oh, that's <laughs> just so like, nice. That's yeah. Nana. I think it's because she has red hair, like really red hair, had red hair, um, and hers was really fair. So she's just like amazed yeah. by people's like face hair bits eye I hair love that. I love you're that. a redhead as well you don't I really am, look like one I you am look like more of an auburn to me um, I suppose it depends like you know during the summer it'll go slightly more red and you see the thing is is that I um, I dyed my hair when I was a teenager and then I when I was like I, I, I suppose when I was 18 I sort of put like blonde highlights in it and then mm. I haven't dyed it in God, almost 16 years, I'd say. Um, and it wow. hasn't, I don't have any grey. Um, and oh, that's I, really rare for red hair because it e- loses pigment quickly. Yeah. So at this point, I'm a bit like, I'm not going to dye it until like I, it starts going grey. At this point, I'm like, I just don't see the point. But I'm going to go very red. Like I'm going to go kind of more like an Angela Scanlon, you know, that kind of mm, much fabulous. more like red yeah. um, colour. But at the moment, I'm like, just because I suppose with curly hair as well, like it can tend to be very dry. So I just yeah. I'm that keen on the idea of putting um, more a, color a, putting a colour um, into yeah. it. But but yeah, no, it's funny because I suppose for years, like I remember even like I used to get it so much like when I was um, in my early 20s, you know, um, guys being like, like gen- it was just so funny. They'd be like, you know, they'd, they'd give you a compliment, but it would always sort of be like, you know, I think you're like the only redhead that I know that's like 
really hard or like that I fancy uh, and I just be like okay and I just used <laughs> to find it so funny like because I, I don't know I'm, I I never had any sort of weird like I never really had any sort of weird hang-ups about it or you know it was a bit like oh yeah girl whatever but like I just used to find it hilarious like the way that they would kind of phrase it and actually I think one of the nicest things about Richard is that like he really loves like he's like I just love your hair and like I think my hair is like my worst feature and it's actually yeah. been so oh, no. comforting because I'm like oh no it's just it's constantly like such a mess and it's tied up in a ponytail because I'm like I can't oh, be bothered no, I feel and he's like really. oh you've got this like little cute and I'm like Richard that's frizz like that's like you know that's <laughs> like baby, baby hair yeah, yeah. he's like oh it's so cute the way it stands up and I'm like oh you're demented oh, God. Like, <laughs> you're keep just... a hold of hair exactly was my ex-boyfriend was like oh, i love your hair straight and i think there's something about like getting a guy who's like who just really likes you I love the way you, you look yeah, yeah. just uh, the way you look you know i think i've been going on a lot lately about looking like a potato and, and just to just so joe knows that i'm aware that i look like a potato <laughs> and he's like you don't it just is so very convincing to be honest we'll deal um, okay so you've got some of your favorite products to tell us about yes you? yes okay, i do tell us about your first product okay i'm trying i'm looking at them here now and i'm like which one will i choose um, yeah, my okay. first child i know um there's well you know i'll start with cleanser and um, and this is one that i have been using now for I'd say, I suppose probably since the start of lockdown and I just love it. Um, it's the Kinvara um, mm. Absolute Cleansing Oil. Um, and I'm trying to think who told me about this. I can't remember. It was probably Instagram. I bought so much shit from like um, suggested Instagram ads. Uh, yeah. this, it was just ridiculous. Um, but I just, I love the smell of it. I love the fact that it's Irish. Um, and I will say that like, I have stopped using um, eye makeup remover since I started getting this. Um, and it's just because it lifts everything. Um, mm. And I find that I'm not scrubbing. Sometimes I find with the um, eye makeup remover, I was really scrubbing at my at my eyelashes. And I really try not to do that because I do think it creates like wrinkles around the eyes. Um, and um, I found with this cleansing oil that it just, it really seems to lift all of my makeup off. Um, and it smells amazing. And it sort of feels like almost mm. like a, like a treat. Like I like that, like I'm having, giving myself like a kind of a mini, um, a mini facial. facial. Yeah. yeah. So, so it's a hot cloth cleanser. Yes, it is. Oh, I, I, honestly, I just, I'm obsessed with hot cloth. Anything that I can take yeah. off with a hot cloth. Um, I love, I love, <laughs> I love a balm. I love like the Emma Hardy balm. Um, you know, there's a few things like that that I just absolutely, and I love um, the Ren. Um, there's a, oh, I can't think of the name oh, of yeah, that as well. Oh yeah, they have a balm kind of thing as well yes. in a tube, yeah. Yes, and I love that. Um, yeah. So I love anything that I can, and you know, it's great because like, I suppose before I would have been using um, uh, cotton pads and I think it's just so much more environmental. Yeah. Friendly, I've been really trying to, to get get rid of those. I, I use them still for my like say like toner or or my acid um, toner stuff like that. But I'm trying to get onto the reusable ones. Yeah. I just have like a packet that I'm trying to finish up, and then yes. I'm going to get some reusable ones because I just yeah. I don't want to have them anymore. And I'm trying yeah. to phase out like my cellar water and stuff like that as well because yes. again, so Lister do some I don't lovely really ones. Need well. it. They do oh, yeah, some lovely. I have, I have some of them. They're the ones you. They're wet. really nice. Um, the magic yes. magic eraser kind of ones. And pennies, pennies have nice ones as well. It's just, yeah. I guess, the quality of the fibres is would be yeah. different. I literally just want ones that are like cotton rounds that are like, yeah, um, that's, that's to, to put the, um, yeah. So I, I, but I was just going to say that I think people can be afraid of oil when they hear like a cleansing totally. oil. They're like, because yeah. you don't want to put, you think, I don't want to put oil on my face. But the thing is like oil uh, breaks down 
oil. So yeah. when you, your makeup products are oily or made of oil, um, when you put that cleansing oil on them, it makes them easier to, to remove. So I just, yeah, you know, I, mean, I think like, it's a good I, thing I do to an, experiment uh, with, you know, yeah, if I you do find it hard cleanser. to take stuff off. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'd absolutely do that. Like an oil cleanser is fine because it is lifting stuff off your skin. But for me, it's like facial oil serums and stuff. They're just, mm. They just break me out. Like they just don't yeah. work for my skin. But if you're in any way dry or dehydrated or, yeah, or even good. normal skinned, they're brilliant. Yeah. Um, I'm seeing here on Mars Pharmacy for Kimvara. They have Kimvara, the absolute cleansing oil gift set. It's only twenty two ninety five, and it oh, comes with a hot cloth. So yeah. there you go. You oh, can tell great. people that for Christmas. Uh, yeah. I'll be like, here, very convenient. And actually, yeah. Vicky, I was just going to say to you there about um, oils. Um, I use because I um am prone to breakout. Um, and um, I um from the acne.org actually, they have this thing called a Yehoba oil. Um, and apparently they say that this is the closest thing um to like that nature has to skin. So it's really it's it's just non-reactive. Um, and I find it so handy during the winter because even with oily skin, like I think that you know sometimes my skin can get tight or it can get dehydrated. Mm-hmm. And I put a couple of drops of that into my moisturizer. Um, and I promise you it's not going to break you out. And um, so if it is and maybe you don't need it, but I just find sometimes in during particularly during the winter and I'm I'm out walking a lot um yeah. that you know my skin and then you're coming back into like the heating and you know things like that that my skin can mm. feel kind of tight and I just need a little extra something at night time um, and I'm always nervous about like oh is this going to break me out is this going to um cause spots um but just a few drops of this um and because it's made as I said by the acne.org and um, it's you know it's especially for yeah. that kind of skin yeah exactly so it's really not going if you have acne or if you have issues like that it's just it's not going to um, impact you in that way especially because as there's a lot of the time when people have acne like uh, some of the products that they're using or if they're taking you know a um an antibiotic like your skin can dry out um, so yeah. you do oh, need yeah, to yeah, sort yeah. of put something you know back in so that's kind of a really handy one if you want something to put a little bit of extra moisture in that's not going to break you out for me, it's, it's not a good so much tip. acne. I get the odd spots, but I get, it's just more like literal oil on my face, like yeah. all over my face. That's that's my problemo. But I have got um, an amazing, I think I've talked about it before. It's very, very spendy, but it's amazing for winter. And you'd only use one jar for the whole winter. It's a SkinCeuticals lipids replacement Ooh, treatment. Mm. Oh God, it's gorgeous. So it's like a ratio of cholesterol, lipids and fats. Or no, lipids are fats. Cholesterol, lipids and something else, nourishing mm. peptides. Um, And it just, it's like a balm. And I just... Every time I slather it on my face, I'm like, how is this not breaking me out? Because it feels, take a feel, like you kind of have to um, rub it in your hands almost to get it to emulsify before you put it on your skin. But it is literally exactly what my skin needs. So any oily gals out there that want a bit of comfort, it's like a comfort cream, but one that won't. It's not too rich and oily that will kind of dry you out. So that would be my recommendation. Okay, tell us about your next product, please. Okay, um, well, talking about things being a bit spendy, um, (laughs) this is a bit spendy and it's just so fecking annoying because I I just wish that my skin was like oh I just react so well to things that cost five euro <laughs> but it's like it's like me it likes things that are expensive um but um it's the lotion p50 um and I'm gonna butcher this because oh. um uh, biologic research I can't pronounce this I, yes. I you know the one I'm talking about I like, do, it's, yeah. it's French and I did German in school and that's my excuse and I'm sticking to it I've wanted to try this forever so you're gonna have to tell me all about it okay so it is an experience exfoliating and purifying lotion um and it stings slightly when you put it on the skin now i think that the one that we have here it's a bit like you know because obviously um in america 
I think there's something they like can have in, different yes yeah, and I think that here in, in mm. um, the EU we have thousands of ingredients um, on let's say lists that are like banned and I, I, mm. I'd have to get the numbers right again but I think in the States it's something like 50 so like they are much more I think relaxed um, which isn't necessarily um, a good thing um, uh, well not if you're reading Goop and I'm like oh my god this is terrifying um, but also <laughs> I think that a lot of the time so let's say I, I'm pretty sure that their lotion P50 um, I think it has phenol or has some something in it, yeah, in it that we're yeah. not allowed to have here so I think it's probably even their stuff is probably even more um, effective um, and it was a bit like I remember getting a sorry now I'm going off topic but I got a Brazilian um, you know that blowout uh, or blow dry thing the carotene um, yes. or whatever it is yeah and I remember getting it done in Ireland and being like oh this is grand and I got it done in the States and I got a nosebleed when they were getting and I have oh my never God. <laughs> I have never had I have never had a nosebleed before or since like I don't, don't get nosebleeds don't yes. that and that's why it was bad <laughs> yes and I was just like oh my God but it really worked like my hair looked fucking amazing and I was just sitting there and I was like oh my God there's blood coming down my nose and I was like you know the way like, oh I mean, even God. as a kid I would never have had nosebleeds so it was really weird terrifying but, terrifying yeah, so I think yeah. they do use like certain um, ingredients but even the one that I've gotten um, I get it from it's an Irish website it's a uh, skin by Olga um, and uh, oh yes it's like it stings slightly when you put it on um, and you I'm kind of you don't there, yeah. you kind of like press it into the skin um, and it just like it's funny because as I said with the woman that I used to get my makeup done when we were allowed to get things like you know she was like god your skin looks really she, it, there's, it, the tone is more even and it's really glowing and I was like oh this is there's two products I think that's because of and and the lotion P50 um, is is one of them um, it looks and lovely it just, and it's not that expensive yeah I mean I suppose I feel kind of bad because I don't know you always want to be like um, well, I mean it's not cheap but like it's so no. the smallest size but it's is good 25 stuff. euro and then it goes up to 93 euro for 150 mil which is yeah, quite a lot it's a lot that's yeah. a lot of products no, yeah. that, no you're right and it does last like it really genuinely does last because because of I think the way that you apply it it's not like you know you're not like soaking you're like, not you're lashing really, it on yeah exactly and like and yeah. so, like you're really supposed to like press it quite gently into the skin um and uh yeah, so I think that I've I've just really noticed sort of like a re um texturization almost um of my mm. skin when I when I've been using that. Exciting. I so love, I love so that. It's, new product. Kind of, it's kind of like a stepped up version of your Pixie Glow Tonic or yeah. your yeah, Liquid exactly. Gold Alpha H. Yeah. hundred percent. Like if you're if, if, if that's it exactly. It's just like quite a strong um acid, I would say. And like what they say mm. here, like it's like it helps gently purify, tone, hydrate, and maintain the acid pH. Like Jesus, it does everything. But like I do <laughs> I, I just really love that brand. Um and I yeah, have a couple it's of a other really things. Famous brand, like it's yeah, amazing. yeah, yeah, and it used to be really hard to get stuff. Um, like I remember having to like get a friend of mine from Paris to to send it to me. Um, so it's just been great now that there's a couple of places, like a couple of places here in Ireland that are stocking it. It just makes yeah. it, um, it makes it oh, so I'm much gonna easier. I'm going to have to try that now because I really wanted to try it for a while, but I've always been kind of afraid of it because it does sound. I know people have said like it, it sounds it, more scientific, it works, but it? it's extreme. Yeah, so I'm, I'm yeah, I'm ready yeah. for that though. But I think <laughs> kind of on you, the level of oh. Obagi. Do you know the way there's like you have your image in your skinceuticals and then the next level is Obagi or Biologic Research, yeah. however you yes. pronounce it. Yes. They're kind of a bit more, but they're like these are that celebs level, like that's what celebrities actually use. You know, when they say yes. they use yeah. like yeah. the 45 cream, they do in their whole. Or yeah. maybe they do on their whole, but not on their face. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Yeah, uh, they are. They're expensive, but worth it if yeah. you're like imagine all the little shitty bits you could buy that add up. Yeah, I know. They definitely add up. To and me I anyway. also think that like I suppose the, the thing is is that if you're used to using acids, like I mean, if you've never used an acid, right, and and you're like, I'm going to start with this, I'd be like, no, I don't think that's a good idea. Like I think it's like, but you know, I I've been using acids for like a long time now. So when I was using it, I was like, oh, there's a slight sting, but it's not it's not anything really intense, you know? Um, yeah. So I think that it just depends on like how accustomed your skin is, um, mm. uh, I suppose, to that kind of level of like, you know, chemical exfoliation. Yeah, um, totally. And then I usually follow it um, with, I love this, um, a drunk elephant, the um, C Firma Day Serum. Um, so mm. that's the vitamin C. Um, and I actually, I think, it took me a while because I really wanted a vitamin C and like a really good one. And any time that I tried any vitamin C, it would break me out. And Girl, I just felt, meet your sister. Yeah, I just <laughs> found it so frustrating because I just thought like, are these my options that either my skin is clear but dull looking or yeah. it's glowing and I have a breakout? Mm. We're actually, we're running out of time, guys. We've oh, actually okay. gone over because we've been yapping so much. Which I <laughs> Sorry. Love, Sorry. The most, no, it's amazing. So just give us a quick rundown. Have you any more kind of makeup okay. that you want to shout out quickly? Yes, or? I've, I've got two things that I'm going to say very, very quickly. Um, okay. So I, because I've got really fair skin, the you know, the ginger hair, as we talked about, <laughs> um, I never, I haven't left the house without sun cream on, without factor of 50, I would say, since I have been 18. Like I'm obsessive about it. Um, and the um, skin ingredients... Uh, the Skin Shield. Mm, um, I yes, love Valerie loves that, that one. I love it. It doesn't break me out. There's a lovely sort of a dewy, um, yeah. and there's a little bit of coverage because, as I said, I don't like to wear um, it has a little makeup. Yeah, yeah, so I sort of feel like I'm a little bit made up. And the last thing, because I and this is beauty, um, is that like because you know I have my eyebrows microbladed, um, and I, but I like to wear like. I'll just put on like a, a slash of like bright lipstick because I feel like it sort of makes me look like I've made an effort when I really haven't. Um, and when my grandmother died, we were clearing out um, her house and we found this lipstick. Um, it was a Rimmel lipstick and it was called Coral Queen. Um, and I've started buying it and wearing oh. it, even though it's not necessarily something that I would have worn. But um, I just, whenever I wear it and I wear it sort of if I had like, if I have something I'm a bit nervous about something or if I'm going into something oh, I feel like that. Oh, I put really it nice. on and it always just whenever I look at myself in the mirror I'm like oh she would have been very proud or you know or oh, something I love like that Carl Queen yeah. yeah Carl Queen it's 620 um, so it's a Rimmel the Rimmel lipstick that's, oh, that's lovely. lovely I love that's that really nice. on a nostalgic note I keep crying all the time lately because I'm so bored most of the time oh, and just watching sad Christmas films I was crying at that Netflix Mr. Christmas thing yesterday I would recommend that it's very good if he decorates <laughs> people's houses for Christmas um, Louise thank you so much for joining us Apple oh, Silence is lovely, lovely to chat to you so yeah. good thank you so much it would make a fab Christmas present it's a, like a gripping a read great, I was, great book yeah, yeah. I got oh, a, an you. advanced proof thanks to you and I was texting you going I can't put it down yeah so, yes I, I mean that so thank you so much now that is all we have time for this week but before we go we want to say another big thank you to our sponsors Olay. their retinol 24 range is available now at 50 percent off from dunn stores nationwide as the name suggests it's a super powered nighttime skincare range built around one of the most talked about and most effective ingredients of the past few years retinol that's including the Retinol 24 night cream that brightens, smoothens and fades signs of damage with results visible after just 14 sleeps. For more on the range, head to stellar.ie.